buying behavior has changed. Prospects don't click on links and emails anymore, and they don't watch the videos you spend hours creating every week. Instead, send personalized gifts and memes using Vidyu. You can quickly create engaging, personalized content that immediately grabs your prospect's attention, helps you stand out in the inbox, and does it all without forcing them to click anything or go anywhere. Head over to vidyou.io slash salescast to sign up for free and spend less time getting your messages across and more time selling. Welcome to The Sales Hustle, the only no BS podcast where we bring you the real, raw, uncut experiences from sales change makers across various industries. The only place where you can get what you're looking for to up your sales game. Today's episode is brought to you by SalesCast. SalesCast helps sales professionals transform the relationship building process and win their dream clients. I'm your host, Colin Mitchell. What is happening, sales hustlers? I've got a special guest for you today. I've got Greg Briscoe, who is the vice president at Something New. He is very experienced in sales, and we're going to talk nothing but sales and try to give you as much tactical things to up your game in sales as a sales professional. Greg, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Man, I am doing slightly better than fantastic. It's great to be here. I appreciate you. Yeah, thank you so much for hopping on here. Um, just give us the short version of your story and how you got into sales, and then we'll hop into the more tactical stuff. Yeah, so, you know, ironically, like I got into sales, it was completely accidentally. Like I have a brother-in-law who at the time was dating my sister uh, before, obviously, they got married. And he was in sales. And I thought, oh, you know, I, I really like this guy. He's really cool. Um, I really kind of want to be like him when I grow up. So that was really my introduction into sales. So when I, once I graduated college, I was looking for sales jobs and, you know, got into the copier industry with a, a company called Icon, uh, which a lot of people may be familiar with, may not. Um, but that's that was my introduction into sales. Completely stumbled into it. It was nothing that I, you know, I, accidentally, I absolutely tried to, um, you know, pursue, but it was the best, best thing ever for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty common story. A lot of people just accidentally get into sales or know somebody and, uh, say, Hey, why not give this a try? Or for me, it was like, I had no other options. Sales was the only place that was going to give me an opportunity <laughs> and I, uh, made the best out of it. But, uh, all right. So, Talk to me a little bit about when you first got into sales, like what was, what was, what was it like for you? What are some things that kind of stuck with you that you learned early on that have served you well? So, you know, when I first got into sales and actually I hate this term, but it's so accurate. Like they say, ignorance is bliss. Like I, I really didn't know what I didn't know. So all the things that I was told as far as like cold calling and as far as like activity and as far as, you know, how to actually approach people, I just did it. I didn't, I didn't know any better. So I just did it. And so as I, as I got better, um, you know, the tactics of just differentiating yourself, showing up differently, doing things different than all of your competitors and every other salesperson, the million of them that are out there, like just being different. Like that's genuinely probably my number one lesson. Like just do things differently. Don't necessarily follow the script that was already written, don't follow all of the, you know, quote unquote advice that is given to you, like just be yourself. Like that's honestly the, the number one tactic 
and I guess it's not even a tactic, but that's the number one thing that I learned, um, you know, in, in my career. Yeah, I, you know, and I think that's an important piece, right? Because I think a lot of people don't realize how important that is to just be human, just be yourself, you know, the good, the bad, the flaws, all of it. And people right. will respect you much more for that. And it actually, you know, really serves you well for building relationships, building rapport of just being really authentic um, and not, you know, trying to say yes to everything, not trying to just tell them what they want to hear. You right. know, people are people are smart these days. Buyers are smarter. Buyers are more educated. And like a lot of that stuff that a lot of people used to get away with just doesn't work anymore. Right. Um, and, you know, I, I think that, what a lot of, you know, can be common is, you know, you try to be something that you're not, or you try to parrot somebody else, or you try to use somebody else's style or somebody else's lingo or somebody else's way of doing something that maybe isn't true for you. And it can really, you know, backfire on you. Yeah. So, you know, the, the key in, you know, especially today, right? Today, more so than ever, like, I think people are genuinely craving like that human interaction like it's not b2b it's not b2c like it's truly it's p2p it's personal person so like if you're not showing up as a person hence the reason my shirt people over everything right which is our motto which i'm sure we'll get into a little bit later but like you absolutely have to just be a person like i think all of us whether online social media whether in person like we're all craving <laughs> pandemic but we're all craving human to human interaction. Like you just have to be a person and more importantly, be who you are. And if you're not going to, you know, you're not going to be for everyone. There are going to be clients that it doesn't make sense, right? For you to sell to and, and understanding that is, is paramount. But for those that are for you, like you're going to be for them. Like, I don't mean to sound like, you know, cryptic or prophetic or whatever, but like you absolutely are going to attract the people that want to buy from you because you are who you are. And realistically, those are the clients that you want. Those are the people that you want to do business with and they want to do business with you. Like that's the perfect symbiotic relationship, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And and so I kind of want to talk a little bit because you're in the, you know, um, recruitment space, right? Specifically working with placing, you know, high level salespeople. And is, is, is there a lot of people that are falling, you know, falling into sales because of the current situation? You know, what do you tell the people out there that are job hunting, that are looking to land their next sales role? Like, you know, what, what are you seeing out there and what sort of advice could you give to those people? Yeah, no, so that's a great question. So yes, there are a lot of, I mean, there are literally over 30 million Americans that are unemployed right now. And that's not including the, you know, I think the, and don't quote me on this, but I think the stat is like 68% of people are, you know, unhappy with their current employment. So there are a lot of people that are looking for jobs. So yes, a lot of people are, are looking for sales jobs. Um, you know, what I would tell people and what I honestly tell everyone is like, take a step back and think about yourself. Like think about, what's important to you. Think about, um, you know, what makes you happy? What do you enjoy doing? Like aside from work, like in your personal life, like what, what do you genuinely enjoy? And then once you, once you can answer that question, like that sets you on the path, that sets you on the path of, you know, is it sales? And unfortunately sales really gets a bad rap. It really gets a, a very, a really bad reputation. And I'll be honest, even for myself in my, in the beginning, like I looked at doing other things because it was like, oh, I don't want to be in sales. Like it has such a bad stigma. Like, you know, maybe I need yeah. to go to law school. Maybe I need to, you know, do something else. But 
like true sales professionals, it is, it's, it's something completely different. And, you know, I, I'm really trying to raise awareness for people who understand, appreciate, respect the art, because that's exactly what it is. It's an art. Um, and they actually genuinely want to help people like that. I think that's the core of being in sales. Like it's not to make a whole bunch of money. Is there, you know, the opportunity to have a high income, of course. But at the end of the day, sales is genuinely about helping people, connecting people with what they need. So if if that's at your core and that's really what you want, then that would be my recommendation. Like you should absolutely explore that path. And there's I mean, every single thing in life has to be sold, right? Like people, people love to buy. No one likes to be sold, but people love to buy. Um, so yeah, that would, that would definitely be my recommendation. Like look within, understand, do some soul searching, figure out who you are. And if you're that person and you genuinely are a people pleaser and you genuinely want to, you know, provide services, products, whatever, you know, whatever that is, um, then yeah, sales is something you should at least explore. Yeah, no, I think that there's a couple of things that stuck out that you said, right? Is like if you genuinely help, you know, if you genuinely enjoy helping others or serving, which most people do as human beings, you know, there's there's something happens, you know, when you help somebody else that makes you feel good, right? right. So everybody, most people, I don't know about everybody, but most people have that inside of them, right? Um, and what would be some of the reasons that people would think sales is not for them. Like why should somebody like not get into sales or, you know, what are the common things that people like, you know, if you're talking to people and uh, they're maybe considering sales and they're like, ah, I'm not sure that might not be for me. Like what, what, are, what do you see there with those type of people? Yep. So once again, going back to the stigmas and going back to the bias, like the vast majority of people say, Oh, I, I could never be in sales. And I'm like, you absolutely could be in sales. Like you sell every single day of your life. If you are married, if you have, you know, ever went on a date with someone and asked someone out, if you've ever done, you know, any of these things. If that, you have kids, if you have kids. Absolutely. It's a sale. It is 100. That's that. That's the hardest sell. <laughs> <laughs> but don't tell me you can't be in sales. Right. So I, I think there's that, but you know, for the people who shouldn't be in sales, and I wouldn't even say shouldn't. I just say it would take a lot more work. Because honestly, I do think everyone is capable. Like I don't think there's a human, all almost eight billion of us on the planet. I don't think there's a human who's incapable. Um, but you know, it's it's more for others than it is for you know for some of us. So I think that if you have issues with rejection, if you have issues with um, you know being able to actually approach or communicate with people, which once again, those are those are all things that can be overcome. Like those are things that can be taught. I don't think that there's really anything that would allow someone to say, I, I am literally incapable. Like I cannot be successful in this career. Like I just, to, from my standpoint, and this is just my own personal view. Like, I don't think that that exists. It's a whole mindset thing. It's a whole, you know, understanding that, okay, this is what it takes. And I've done this, right? I've, I've absolutely, you know, I've accomplished these tasks. I've, I've overcome objection. I've had times when I was disappointed and I still went forward. So I persevered. Like all of the things that make people successful in sales, honestly, are things that make people successful in life. Yeah. All right. So let's, 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 let's break some of those out. Right. So there's a couple things that you said, right? There's, there's certain, you know, characteristics that make people successful in sales. What now, what, what are some of those things that can be taught and some of the things that cannot, that need to just be, you know, present there inside of you as an individual? 
Now, very, very good question. So um, sense of self, right? That's one of the things that uh, I, honestly, I don't know if it can be taught, but it definitely has to be present, right? You have to have a sense of who you are. You have to have definitely a, a, a strong mindset of what you want to accomplish. So, you know, within sales, as you well know, within sales, you receive a lot of rejection. You receive a lot of no's. You receive way more no's yep. than you do yes. But every one of those yeses, like it absolutely strengthens you. It absolutely, you know, it, it, it motivates you. It lights that fire uh, in order for you to go to, you know, to the next level and go through even more no's. So um, if you're not, if you're not that person or if you have not, if you have not developed that, um, that characteristic, then it's going to be very difficult for you to be successful. Mm. So that's probably one of the things like you have to be self-motivated. You have to be um you have to have that fire um, competition, that, that level of competitiveness. Like you have to, like that has to be inside of you because if not, it's gonna be very difficult for you to persevere. It's gonna be very difficult for you to continue to go forward. So those those are definitely things that, and, and I, I personally do believe they can be taught. Like I don't think that, honestly, once again, I don't think there's anything that you can't, I think great sales professionals, they're taught, they have mentors, they're, you know, they're led, they're not, necessarily born there are some characteristics they're born with but they're not born a great salesperson right sure sure no yeah and i think so like basically what you what i hear you're saying is like it really deep like self-awareness right and self-confidence and self-motivation and 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 a lot of is 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 it goes back to like, you know, what you said, There's, you're going to get more no's than yeses. Even the most successful people in Absolutely. sales get more no's than yeses. And you got to be so confident and comfortable with yourself so that you're not tying your self-worth to the yeses and the no's because it becomes such a roller coaster that it's really hard to be successful in sales. Absolutely. So there's that. And then the, the other part, the other thing that I want to add is, you know, unfortunately, there's there's not a lot of sales education. I mean, there are some, you know, some colleges, some organizations, some institutions that, um, you know, they provide sales training, but the vast majority, it's not. So you have to be able to be self-taught. You have to be able to read books, um, you know, listen to podcasts like this, like, you know, seek out mentors. Like you have to be self self aware and self taught in order to be successful, at least long term, right? In order to sustain a career in sales, uh, those are definitely the education part. Like that's something that we all need to you know do a better job of making sure for people that, who are entering you know entering into the into the field that they they have these opportunities. So that that's such an important piece is that continuing you know continued education in sales. You know, and I think that it's it's common for a lot of people that maybe been in sales for a while to get to that place where they think like, okay, I know it all, and that just you know it doesn't work. You got to stay on your game. You got to you know go to the gym. You got to exercise. You got to practice. You got to get better. You got to seek out knowledge, whether it's podcasts or books or courses or coaches or whatever it is. There's tons of free resources out there, you know, for you to become a better sales professional as well. Now there's, there's, you know, I've interviewed a lot of people in sales and one of the common things that I hear a lot is, and I know that you specifically work with placing a lot of sales leaders, right? And it's very common for a lot of organizations to just, you know, hire up their top salespeople into management, into VP of sales. And it tends to be, not a good decision. Do you want to talk about that topic a little bit and why and kind of break that down? 
I'd love to. So yeah, it's it it very rarely works because just because you're a great individual performer does not mean that you're a great leader of people. Like those two things are not the same. So you may be very good at your job. You may be very good at being, you know, the the most kick-ass sales guy that there is, but it doesn't mean that you could teach someone else. So it and once again it goes back to that education. Like what are you what are you instilling in your people to be able to you know, promote them from within. Like, are you training and developing them? Like, not just quote unquote training and developing that we call it. But like, what's your actual process? Like, how are you allowing them to go from where they are to you know becoming a, a leader, an actual leader of the organization? Do they have the vision? Do they have the drive? More importantly, do they even have the desire? <laughs> like, a lot of times people promote sell, successful salespeople, and they have no desire to being management because it's not, it's honestly not for everyone. So I think it all goes back to, it all goes back to the process, right? It all goes back to identifying and understanding your employees, your salespeople. Like, how are you understanding what I, what is the trajectory of Greg Briscoe's career? Do I want to become, you know, a manager? Do I want to become a sales leader? Do I want to become, you know, a VP of sales or CRO? Or am I completely okay with being an individual contributor? And neither one of those answers are, in, are incorrect, right? Mm-hmm. But it's a matter of actually taking the time and having the vision and putting a process in place to where you can develop the people who want to be developed and then keep the people who, you know, I'm not going to say don't want to be developed, but who don't want to go down that path into the path that is going to be best for them. So once again, it really goes back to shameless plug. It goes back to people over everything. Like, how are you developing your people? How are you understanding who your people are? You know, what are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? Because any great leader, like that's the core. Of it. Like you have to understand your people and set them up for success, not failure. Unfortunately, you know, in a lot of organizations, like if you hit president's club for X number of years, now automatically, like that's your that's your growth path. Like that, it just makes no sense. It's completely illogical to me. Yeah, yeah, and and sometimes, most of the time, you know, top sellers don't want to manage people. Exactly. <laughs> and but 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 if the you know if if the boss comes around and says, hey, you know, we're going to give you this position, I think they feel kind of obligated to take it. Right. Um, and they end up taking it and realize that they really hate it. And so that's where the education part comes in too, right? So it's not only education in just sales, but it's it's personal development. So what's really important to you? Like, what do you want? What do you see your career as? Like, that's one of the services that we have at Something New is Career Ideas. I actually went through it myself personally uh, before I came on board. And it's just understanding what do you really want to accomplish? Like, what are your goals? So let's, if if if, if you want to end up at Z and let's say you're at, I don't know, you're at M, like, how do you build that bridge from where you are to where you want to become? Like, that personal development needs to be incorporated. Like, that needs to be, like one of the the, the, the core competency, co- competencies of every organization. And if you're not providing that professional development, if you're not even acknowledging, you know, what your employees want and where they are, and it's it's fluid, right? It's going to change. Where they are today is going to be different than, you know, where they are a year ago, especially rewind a year ago <laughs> with everything that's went on in 2020. But like those conversations should be happening. And unfortunately, in most organizations, they're not. And that mm. that's, the, that's the core of the problem. Mm, okay. So what do you guys look for in sales leaders when placing them to identify, hey, is this is this top seller type person or is this 
you know, sales leader type of person? What are some key indicators that you look for in, in them or how do you uncover those or realize if there's somebody who would make a good leader? Yep. So very, very good question. And I'm going to give you an answer that may sound ambiguous, although I don't intend for it to be, but every single opportunity is different. So you could be a good sales leader for company X, but you're not a good sales leader for company Y. And that doesn't mean that you're not a good sales leader, but we have to identify what's perfect for our client. What's perfect for the actual organization? What does perfect look like? And then we come back and we do the exact same thing on the candidate side. And we say, what is perfect with Greg or what is perfect with Scott or what is perfect with Colin or whomever? So if there's a happy marriage, if those things coalesce, then at that point we move forward. Right. But if we don't at, at least establish the baseline of what's perfect, we're, we're shooting in the, in the dark. <laughs> like it, it just doesn't make sense. So for the people that, you know, we, we decide, let's say there are three people or five people, there are X number of people. And we define that they're perfect. We literally go like it, it, it all starts with the conversation. Like, what do you want? What do you want to accomplish? How do you, you know, obviously your, your background is important. You know, have you, are you a creator? Have you built businesses? Have you taken businesses from 10 million to 50 million? Or have you taken businesses from zero to, you know, 10 million? Those are two totally different things. So mm-hmm. you really try to establish like what you've done, what you want to accomplish. Does that make sense with our client? Um, and then, we, you know, we try to fit the pieces together. You know, a lot of people try to fit a square a round peg into a square hole and that just, it just doesn't work. Just because you've been successful in one business doesn't necessarily mean you are going to be successful in another business. So can we align those things? Can we match those things? And we, we really take a deep dive. We literally use like data and analytics and, you know, we, we have to establish like what's perfect once again for the client and what's perfect for the candidate. And if we can establish those two things, then we can make better educated decisions, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it does. It does. And just because they had a sales leader role before doesn't mean that maybe the sales leader role is a great position for them. And right. even more so just because they were sales leader and had success at a certain company may not be the same at another company. So it makes a lot of sense. So you've brought it up. You got the T-shirt. Tell me about people is everything. You know, people, people are everything. Yep. So we, we literally like, it, it sounds like a tagline, but it's not like every single person within our organization, like we embody this and we believe in it personally and professionally. So people at the root, right? It's everything. Like, it's not technology. You can have the greatest, you know, widget, you can have the greatest software, you can have the greatest whatever, but at the end of the day, it's people, like it's people that are going to make you successful. It's people, your number one expense in every organization period. It's, it's people. And your number one indicator of success and failure, success or failure, and to the degree thereof, it's all people. So it, everything is really tied back to people over everything. So once again, unfortunately, most organizations don't have a strategy when it comes to people. Like they hire willy-nilly. And the, you know, if you ask someone, unfortunately, I've asked multiple CEOs, founders, hiring managers, like, okay, so what is your hiring process? And it always starts, well, sometimes we do this, (laughs) you know, on occasion we may do that. And, you know, I'm thinking about doing this. Like if you're, if you're the answer to your process starts with those three things, you don't really, you don't have a process. So how can you, how can you just go willy nilly about something that is the single most important part of your business? What's going to give you a competitive advantage? What's going to, 
um, you know, determine your success or failure. And once again, the degree thereof, like, how do you not have a process? So I always say, like, if you go to if you go to Dearborn, you go to the Ford plant and you're buying a V, you're, you're you know, looking how they're creating Ford vehicles. There's no maybe sometimes like it's <laughs> it's a machine. It's a well. It's like it's, it's like having a it's like. Well, not having a sales, it's like not having a sales process and being in sales, right? Like, hey, we're just going to try all these things and then whatever sticks, hopefully it works out. Yeah, I'm going to throw something against the wall and see what sticks. Like it just, it's totally illogical. So the, unfortunately, the way that a lot of organizations, the vast majority, honestly, of organizations operate is completely illogical. And so obviously, you know, now more so than ever, everyone's looking for a competitive advantage. Everyone's looking to, you know, increase sales. Everyone's looking to have a successful business. So the best way to do that is to have an actual people strategy. So that's why we believe in people over everything. That's part of it. The other part is, and honestly, more importantly, um, in my opinion, the other part is just the philanthropic part. So we believe in people over everything. We you know, all of the books that we have out, um, you know, all of the T-shirts that we sell, all of even all of the revenue that, you know, from every one of our clients, like there's a, a significant percentage of that that gets donated to charity. And literally every single thing that we do, we grow our business not to buy a bigger house, not to buy more cars, not any of that, but it's to help more people because it, it genuinely really is people over everything. And I believe that the more that we can actually invest in people, the better for everyone, the better for the world. So the, that's what people over everything means. And once again, shameless plug, a um, couple of the books that we have outstanding. Oh, oh yeah. I've and standing on Encore. Let me see. I think I got my copy here. Candy. Uh, I do have it right. Oh, there we go. Fantastic. Awesome. And so for the record, um, we actually have a third book that's coming out um, on Veterans Day. So Standing Go and, and Standing Go Encore, they're um, books from people that we actually literally know, like they're our friends. It's an anthology, um, life lessons that people have learned, people who have been inspirational in their growth. We have everything from you know NFL players to Olympians to you know, prominent military people, um, New York Times bestselling authors, obviously successful entrepreneurs. So those are all of the contributing authors in Standing O. We have on Veterans Day of this year, we have Standing O Salute that's going to be released. And Standing O Salute is all prominent military uh, people who have fought for our freedoms, people who have you know served in the military, and it's going to be released on Veterans Day. So definitely pick it up. I'll actually send you a copy. Um, so let's definitely talk after this. But it's yeah. uh, again, 100% of the proceeds go to charity. And for that book specifically, it's going to go to the Special uh, Special Warriors Operation Foundation. So it's going to help support the people that have supported us for our entire lives. That's awesome. No, yeah, that's fantastic. So, uh, Greg, thanks so much for coming on here today. I want to just uh, close it out and tell people where they can connect with you, where they can you know, learn more about the things that you guys are doing. And then we'll drop the links for the books uh, in the show notes for anybody who wants to check out the books as well. Yeah, no, fantastic. It's been a, it's absolutely been a pleasure. So, you know, definitely you can contact us at something new, which is uh, our website is try something new now.com. Um, my personal website will actually be up in about a week. Um, it's going to be gregorybriscoe.com. So definitely check that out for all the things that I'm doing um, going forward. Definitely check me out on LinkedIn. Um, just Greg, at Greg Briscoe. Feel free to find me there. And uh, yeah, no, it's it's sincerely an honor to be here, man. You've had phenomenal guests and I appreciate you 
allowing me to come on and share a little bit of, of my story. So thank you. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it. If you're listening to the podcast, please subscribe, share with your friends. We're listening for your feedback. Absolutely. Thanks, Colin. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Sales Hustle. Are you a sales professional looking to take your sales career to the next level? If the answer is yes, then I want you to go over to salescast.co. Check us out. And if you feel that you are ready, set up a time to talk with me and my co-founder, Chris. I'm your host, Colin Mitchell. And if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave us a review and share the podcast with your friends.